school and we'd pull up to the drive-thru like a Taco Bell and we'd be like, you know, can I help you? Uh, yeah, can I get up? Sir, can you drive forward, please? And so we'd pull up. I'm sorry. Um, I think our um, intercoms broke. What was your order? And I'd be like, oh, yeah, I was just trying to. Get, but, oh, that's she'd, funny. She'd be like, oh, asshole. <laughs> Dude, that's a good way to get like your taco spatting. Be like, oh, I never had this special yep. sauce in the tacos before. Hmm. Check it out. Why is there loogie in my burrito? <laughs> I got a loogie-rito. Loogie-rito. What's up, everybody? It's your friend Isaac and Craig from Big Bike BMX. What's up, Craig? Yo, what's going on, dude? Chilling, chilling, chilling. Dude, so it's good to be back. Uh, We've taken a couple weeks off, but it's been like, dude, we've been like, just because we haven't been on the audio podcast, we've been doing, I feel like, a lot of interviews. We did that big holiday buyer's guide on YouTube. There's been a lot behind the scenes going on. Like, yeah. I know, I, I was like, man, I wonder if our listeners are like, did these guys quit or what's going on? You know, <laughs> but if you looked at our, you know, feature length uh, movie called The uh, Holiday Buyer's Guide, Damn, you know dude, that we were putting in work, bro. Three hours, man. You guys, I apologize that it was that long, but you know what? It was just too, it was, I'm just going to be honest, man. It was too difficult to cut some of that content was just so funny and so like legit from the heart from, from all those people that we interviewed. I just left it. I'm like, you know what? No, good move. Fast forward. Yeah. Fast forward. If you don't dig a certain brand or something, but everybody was just having a good time chatting, you know? Like, I mean, think about it when you're a kid and the JC Penney's catalog would, would come to your house. You can't thumb through that in a night, dude. Dude. I mean, you would like set that in the bathroom on the floor. Like, okay, what section am I going to look out today? Boom boxes turntables or toys i would i would take a bath i would (laughs) like i would watch lawrence the like lawrence welk show uh i'd circle some stuff and then i then i'd like okay then the muppets were on i'd watch the muppets (laughs) and then i'd turn off the then like muppets were done and i'd go back to circling like dude oh yeah 100 you guys you young kids out there have no idea what we're talking about but man in the old days they would send you this phone book sized catalog from Sears and you yeah. would just like go straight to the toy section. And it was like half the book and it was literally just pictures of every toy you can imagine. Like every toy you saw on Saturday morning cartoons was just right there. Like check it out. And you'd memorize it. Like it was a BMX magazine, dude. I started my BMX magazine addiction because of this here's catalog. <laughs> well, it's like you couldn't, you know, put something up in your cart. You would have to, like you said, circle it and then like somehow find a way to hand it back to your mom or whatever and go and be like, here, I, I've, you know, made my list. <laughs> oh, I had categories, dude. Like I had different pens. Like I had a red pen for like the super, like I really want this. If it's and in red. Like, yeah, if it's red and if it was like green, it was like kind of like this would be cool, but I totally get it. Like, so yeah, dude. And the best part, dude, was like the Star Wars section, they would have like dioramas, dude. Like it would be like all set up or like the G.I. Joe, they'd be like, they'd have like the, the Cobra dudes attacking the Joes. 
Yeah. And you were just like, oh, hell yeah. Yeah, you were instantly sold. You know, yeah. one of the things that I like about what we do on our podcast and our show is, you know, when we are nostalgic, when we bring things up from the past, it seems to just be like so many cool ass memories, you know. Um, I think we should do that on our podcast today. Um, we should wrap up what we thought about and how we felt about things that went on on the show this year, man. What do you think? You want to do like a year? Yes, we don't plan our, we don't. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. Here's, let me check with our producer. Um, yeah. Here's a, <laughs> here's a huge secret about our, especially our audio, our audio podcast, a hundred percent. We don't, we don't write anything down. Literally I get a text or I text Craig. I'm like, you want to, you want to do a podcast? And yep. it's either like, hell yeah. Or nah, man, I'm tired. Right. And so we don't plan. <laughs> so like, yeah, dude, sounds good. <laughs> Let's do it. Stop lying, dude. It's the end of the Isaac year. And I Let's have meetings. It. We have meetings with our team at night. You know, we go over to the show and, <laughs> yeah. you know, we, we write, you know, we have our com- comedy writers. We have our content writers. So nah, our none of that shit happens, dude. We're just two dudes producers. hanging out. That would be hilarious if we had a producer. We'd probably get a lot more done, dude. If it wasn't just my crusty <laughs> ass and your old ass doing this stuff. Yeah. Um, but yeah, dude, let's talk about the let's talk about the year. I mean, it is the end of the year. Um it's it's December what fifteenth right now. Fifteenth, man. Already. Dude, hey, check it out. Five days, it's my birthday. What? Yeah, dude. I think I'm gonna be forty eight. Wow. Pretty sure. I have to Google it and ask. <laughs> you just your birthday's out there in the Google sphere. Yeah, I just say like, because okay, so here's here's the God's honest truth. I lied about my age for so long when I was younger, when I was like in my in my twenties, because I kind of like you don't know it, but I have a baby face. That's what makes me look so much like Santa is I have a baby face with a like a white beard. I don't have a gray beard, you guys. It's white, and so if I shave off my beard, dude, I I still look super young, and it's weird, dude. It's just weird genetics. So for the longest time, dude, like when I'm going to tell you a straight up story, but this, this will make you laugh. Um, I, when I was dating Brent, dude, when we were just dating, I told her I was like 30 and I was, I was not 30, dude. I was like 30, I don't know, 35. I was like 10 years older than I told her I was. (laughs) And so true, true story, dude, we're getting our marriage license and they had, I had to hand over my ID (laughs) Baby, there's something and, um, I can tell you. <laughs> dude, lady's like, all right, 72. And then you could, like, I forgot, dude, that, like, I only told her how old I was when we first started dating. And then after that, like, we just didn't talk. Like, we got married, like, we were friends. We got married, like, almost a year after we started dating. So my birthday hadn't shown up in the cycle of dating. And um, so we were at the courthouse, dude. And she's like, wait, what? And I was like, yeah, I'm 35 or whatever, whatever. And she's like, huh? I was like, you still want to get married? Like we already, we already paid for a bunch of stuff. She's like, yeah, it's cool. <laughs> True story, dude. That's awesome. Yeah. So That's anyway, awesome. yeah. Well, uh, let me, so I forget, let me I forget you. how old I am. And so my birthday is in a week and that's why I don't ever remember it. I think I'm going to be 38 or 48. See, you're still doing it. You See, don't. <laughs> gosh. Anyway, let's, let's kick this off, dude. I want you to, I want you to start this off because in all intense purposes, it's, it is your show. And, you know, I want, I want you to give us a starting point that we can go from. Yeah. Okay. That's easy, dude. So last year, this time, in fact, it was right this time 
uh, I was getting a bike for my daughter and you could find bikes because it wasn't COVID. And we went, there's a bike shop across the street. And I, you know, I, I, a lot of people have heard the story, but like I bought a 24 inch bike and it didn't feel comfortable. It just felt like I was hanging over the, like a cruise, it was a cruiser, like a BMX cruiser, not fun to ride um, personally. And so then I was like, well, I just should, I'll just buy a 20 inch. And I bought like a, an S and M flatland intricate. And that thing was so small and squirrely. I never rode it. So I was buying my daughter a bike. We were getting her sized and I walk in and they, they had a, uh, a red line, uh, a red line P was it the Squareback, right? No, it was, it was the, uh, Aesop rock. It's like, it was the yellow, yellow and black, and bl- yellow and black bike. They had oh, okay. one. Okay. Yeah. And I was like, oh, dude, a red line looks like a BMX bike. I was like, can I ride it? And the guy's like, yeah, man, sure. Because he's trying to sell me a bike to my daughter. Sees me coming in, like, check out Midlife Crisis. So <laughs> he, like, I take the bike out and um, I do a wheelie. And I was like, oh, dude, this is, you can wheelie these big bikes. And uh, I was like, that's rad. But, you know, uh, no offense, I'm just not a Redline fan. Don't have any affinity for Redline. Sorry, RL. I have I have affinity for like his Redline, but not just any random Redline. Right, right. And so uh, I was just like, cool. So I hop on Instagram and I start looking up, you know, 27 inch bikes, which led me to the SE page. And well, first it led me to the Haro page, and because I was like, oh, I know Haro. And so I was looking for a Haro Master, a 26 Haro Master. Couldn't find one in stock anywhere. And Planet BMX said, like, going to be in stock December, whatever. And it just kept getting pushed. And I was like, dude, I don't want to order a bike and then not have something for Christmas. Because I'm that guy. Like, I'd be super sad. I'd be like, pouty, pouty guy on Christmas without a present. Even though I bought it, you know, I was buying it for myself, for my wife. (laughs) So I gave up on that. And then I found SE um, just from different hashtags of people riding Harles and bike life. And I was like, Oh shit, dude, my first bike ever was the SE Henderson hauler. Everyone knows that. That's why I joke about it. And I was like, dude, SE is making a big bike. And that's, and dude, not only are they making a big bike, they had hella big bikes, like all kinds of models I could choose from. So um, I call Phoenix bike company Went to the SE site. They had Phoenix by company. I'm like, I heard they were cool. So I call them up and I, I randomly talked to Sean, my, our good friend of the show, Sean from Phoenix by company. Did you know like, him at this point? Nope. First time I ever talked to him. Okay. Continue. I was like, Hey, did you guys have a, a you know, big ripper? He's like, yep, sure do. Got a red one. He's like, I got a GT. I got this one. I got a fat. He's like, I have a fat quad. I was like, dude. Okay. And, uh, he texted me pictures on Instagram of the bikes he had. And I was like, dude, can I give you my credit card over the phone? He's like, uh, yeah, sure. Sweet. So I bought the, I bought the red big ripper sight unseen, never wrote it. And that was my hail Mary dude. I was like, dude, I hope this thing fits. Cause this is my third bike that I've bought. And I was like, this could be another bike. I just don't ride, but, uh, it worked. Dude. We were so swamped cause we were launching a new logo. And I work for a, a big internet company. So I just didn't have time to get down to Phoenix from where I live, even though it's just 20 minutes down the road. So um, end up going down a couple of weeks later, pick up my bike and dude, 
I was like, this is the greatest thing that's ever happened to me. Like I rode that thing up and down the block. I was like bunny hopping and jumping and doing wheelies on it. And I was just like, I'm home, dude. Hell yeah, I'm home. Back. You say you're back now. No, you're, dude. I, you're, you're, I'm, I'm you back on BMX. Yeah. yeah. Hell yeah, dude. I was like, I found it. And so uh, I get home, dude. And probably like two days later, um, I get my phone out and just film a video of me talking about how dope I think these big bikes are hoping that like, I would see like my only thing was like, man, I really, I'm making this video and I really hope old freestyle dudes find it and give these big bikes a try. Like I was just trying to help other big, other old freestyle guys find, um, you know, find out they're not, I always say you're not a BMX orphan because if, unless you know about big bikes, the big BMX bikes, you think the only option you have is like, spandex and uh, specialized right you know you gotta you got you gotta buy like a mountain bike yeah and i apologize you guys there's a, there's something going on outside my house there's a bunch of fire trucks driving by um but this is real life and we record in houses so because we're that pro um <laughs> pro, level. pro level so so i was just hoping people would find it and i publish it and i literally thought like five six seven people would see it over the course of a year I didn't, I didn't know anything about YouTube. Yeah. You had no, like, there was no premonition or nothing or, like have any expectation. It was just like, you wanted to put something cool out because yeah. you thought it was cool. I didn't even have a channel due to the time. Like it was like, my channel was like, you can even probably scroll back and find like old pictures, old videos of my daughter. You know what I mean? If you go back to the very start, it's like, what did you, what did you call it from the beginning? Was it always big bike BMX? Um, okay. So it was originally just my name. And then, um, you know, cause it was like, there was a video of me putting some doors on my Hummer and, uh, yeah. my daughter unboxing a, some, some Pokemon pins. Right. Those and are the, those are the first videos, right? Those are the very first dude. And, and they're uh, still up. They're still up, dude. I left them up there. I'm not going to delete my daughter's video. Heck no. Um, and so, uh, yeah, dude, like it didn't have a name. And then I made another video about like, Hey, what should you upgrade? Because I was yeah. like, dude, I want to upgrade some stuff. And I was like, hey, I, then the dude, Sean at the shop was hella cool. And I was like, hey, dude, um, I've had like six people check out this video. I want to make another one. He's like, dope, dude. Yeah. So I was like, do you mind if I just come down? I need, and I told him what I needed. I was like, I want to get some new bars. I want to get, uh, you know, different brake level lever. Uh, I want to put a front brake on my bike. Because mm -hmm. I had seen Santos, Jacob had a front brake on his throne. He was writing right. for Throne at the beginning of the year. Yeah. And I just messaged him, dude. First message I ever, I was like, dude, how do you have a, I was like, how do you have a 990 on your on your fork? And he's like, boomerang plate. Literally, excuse me. That's all he said was boomerang plate. I was all, thanks, dude. Dope. And so <laughs> uh, I, I ordered one online, took it in. And I was like, hey, dude, uh, you know, can we, can we put this on my bike? And I'll, I'll film you doing it. Like, let's talk about upgrades. And that's where that's the first time I learned about high engagement free wheels and all that stuff because so that was the first time that you actually that was kind of like the first interview, right? Yeah, if you even want to, no, I, I don't even call that. That was like my a, first not like, an interview, like a feature. That was my first upload that I was trying to make a video. Make, yeah. to trying to make a video. Okay. Yeah, the first one was me just babbling about how dope I think these bikes are. You know, and, True. and okay. it's it's so funny, dude, because like. <laughs> Looking at it now, dude, here we are a year later, right? And like yeah. Todd's a guest on the show. I, I would have, you, you could have told me like 
a year ago, hey, you're going to, Todd Lyons is going to actually see this video. And I would have laughed at you. I would have been like, bullshit he is. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like he's, Todd's got like a whole SE crew thing. And I'm like, he'll never see this video. I, I never expected anyone to see it. Nothing. And then uh, the, the first, second video, they did really well. And that's when I was like, dude, I and then, okay. So then I was riding my bike to work, loved it. Wasn't doing any content. I was just like, you know, taking pictures of me doing wheelies and stuff like that. And then uh, COVID hit and my work sent me home. This is like in February. My work sent me home and I was like, oh God, like, what does this mean? Right? Like this is like, you know, we all got put on quarantine and lockdown. And uh, I mean, at the time, dude, you're just like, this is the end of the world. Like we're done. We're all going to die. So I was like, what am I going to do? I'm stuck inside the house all the time. So I was watching Tucker's podcast every, every single, every single minute he would post something. I was like, dude, and that's urban misfit podcast. I love that podcast. That's my favorite podcast. Shout out urban misfit. Oh yeah. Yep. Tucker, Tucker does a great, great job. And so I, I would just, I was glued to Tucker's podcast and uh, that's where I saw your interview. You were one of the, a bunch of interviews and understand i didn't i didn't know all these names in bmx at the time i was still like oh i've heard this guy i followed that guy but i knew who a lot of people were and uh you know i'm like and they're, to me they're like celebrities you know what i mean like jacob santos from broke boys that's that dude's huge you know and i'm like matt rickard that guy is crazy like crazy popular yeah so i'd, I'd watch their interviews and then he interviewed you and i was like you were just talking about like magazines and, and like well, what it was like. Being like most of the guests before me, um, mm-hmm. I'm not going to say all of them because you had guys like uh, Matt Damon, Matt Damon, <laughs> Damon Dayton <laughs> yeah, was like the first guest on his show. So Damon's not a, he's not a, you know, a new to the game type guy. He's been around for a long time. He's famous. It, of course. But to you someone know, like it, me, he's even more famous. totally and to me too but Mm -hmm. you know one of the things like about my interview on that show was um you know the thumbnail was almost like you know 80s bmx craig um you know talking about old school bmx or whatever you know it was kind of like this guy is here to represent you know the The old dudes yeah Yeah. you know the old school era so I was into it, dude. And I, that was one of the, like, usually his podcasts are long, dude. So I would listen to like one for half an hour, then, you know, turn it off, catch up later on. It would take me a few sittings to get through his interviews, but yours, well, not I watched. The, not in the beginning. His, his interviews in the beginning were like 30 to 45 minutes at the most. Oh, um, by, the, by the time I caught him, dude, he had a, he had a whole page yeah. of thumbnails. Well, he, he was so, like, after we got done with my interview, he's like, dude, you were at an hour and 15 minutes. I've never done one that long. I was like, oh, man, I thought I did something bet- wrong or suck. Right, I right. must have talked way too much, man. I was like, okay, all right, cool. An hour and 15 or whatever it was, mm-hmm. you know. So anyway, I was just like, dude, I followed you on Instagram already. So I'm like, you know what, dude, I, I think I would like to interview this guy. And you seemed attainable. You know what I mean? Like you engage, like you engaged with your fans. Like you, you would comment on posts. I'm like, man, I'll just see if this dude, what, I mean, what's he going to say? No, fuck it. You know? So I, I sent you a message <laughs> right. like, Hey dude, I saw your interview. You want to come on my show? And you're like, yeah, yeah, dude. Sure. Yeah, so, of course. I mean, <laughs> I, I was on a roll. I was like, man, I've already done an interview. Um, this guy seems cool. Um, I didn't 
go vet you out and, and oh he doesn't have a million followers i'm just like dude this guy wants to talk about bikes with me yeah yeah let's go yeah i didn't even i didn't even have like an instagram account i was still using my personal instagram account at the time um we didn't i, I didn't have the big bike bmx instagram or anything and so uh i think i had an intro i learned how to do an intro on uh on my on my other videos so i had an intro and at this point i had called a big bike bmx and so that was about it, dude. I think like you can, you can see where it changed into, like, I think I might even went back and added like the intro to my old videos, but. I loved it, your intro. That was one of the things when I first saw that, I was like, oh, this is pretty catchy. I like the, I like the aesthetics. Um, you would, you know, I think right when you asked me, I went back and kind of checked out some of your videos and it was like, you had the intro with some cool music and the Hummer um, in the, and everything. And I was like, yeah, this should, should be a fun time. Dude, I remember, yeah, because like afterwards when I showed you the preview of the interview, you're like, "Can I have the Hummer interview? Can I have the Hummer uh, preview intro?" And I'm like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, "Yeah, I did, dude, sure." Because I was trying to get away from it, dude. Because I didn't want to, like, okay, you guys, I have a Hummer, but it's not a flex. It's a piece of shit, dude. I hate that truck. <laughs> um, well, the thing was, you you did a few videos with the Hummer and a certain intro music that was more like, um, hit like like harder hip hop hop yeah. beats and stuff, yeah. and then you went to um an opening intro where you're in in a wheelie and you can see your hands on the handlebars wheels up yeah. and it was like more of a upbeat type thing yeah i wanted I like, more I, yeah i was just like i want the i want the more harder hip-hop <laughs> <laughs> i want the more harder one i was just trying to get away from it dude because i was like it i didn't want people thinking i was trying to flex it was just like you know it was parked in the driveway one day and i did an in, intro and like it was my first intro i was really proud of it and you know, I didn't know how to change it. Cause I was like, fuck dude, that intro, it's like 10 seconds, but it took me all day to do it. Yeah. And so I was like, man, this is, this is my intro now forever, <laughs> you know? But then I was just like, I don't want people to think I'm trying to flex or like thinking like, Oh, he's trying to flex. He's got a Hummer. You know what I mean? So no, I, I didn't think you were flexing. I just thought it was a dope ass intro. Um, it, it was, it was, it's funny. You guys can go back and look at like some of the, the older videos and you'll see it and you can laugh. I mean, it's <laughs> like, I don't, I didn't have any graphics experience doing that stuff. So, but so the, so you came on the show, dude, you did the interview. We'll, we'll fast yeah. forward. You did the interview yeah. and dude, we hit it off, man. We, I was just like, this is my guy right here, man. I'm like, dude, we've, we've been through the same thing. We grew up both in NorCal. And I think what really hit me, dude, was like, you talking about being at the grocery store with your mom, looking at yeah. magazines. And I was like, fuck yeah, I did that too. Um, you know, so I mean, shout out to flame liquor in look, excuse me, in Lodi, California, because that's where I used to go. <laughs> nice. um, and uh, so, dude, yeah, I was just like, this is it. So we had a great time. I posted it up, posted the video. And then uh, then I was like, dude, I wonder if I could get Matt uh, Rickard. And so I hit him up. And then I was just like, you're like, hey, dude, I know that. I was like, we we were just talking. You're like, I know that guy. I ride with him. I'm like, dude, you want to come on the video? You want to come do the interview with me? And you're like, hell yeah, I'll come well, do it. I gotta. I, I want to pause you there because I'm gonna back up a little bit because you're already now talking about us doing interviews. Yeah. I'm gonna say one of the most memorable parts of my year. One of the things that kicked off, like me having a good year amongst a time when things are like shitty, right? Yeah. yeah is yeah. you. You you got a hold of me and, and I don't remember how exactly the conversation went, but it ended up something like this: Hey, bro, you want to do a uh, you want to be a part of my show? I'll, you know, you want to do this thing with me? Um, and I was like, Yeah, yeah, I do. I want to hang out with you. I want to be a part of the show. I had never yeah. done anything like this um, as far as being on a show, 
um, interviewing people aside from, you know, in my professional career or whatever. But I was like, yes, I do. Yes, I do want to be a part of this. I'm ready. Let's rock. Yeah. That, well, dude, here, let, let me, I'll, I'll tell you how it happened, dude. Yeah. Tell me. So we, we did the interview and then we did you and I, you and I together did record. And then afterwards I was like, bro, I had so much fun. I was like, do you want to do another one? You're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I was like, let's just do that. I was like, just like, I was like, let's do these all the time. You're like, okay. Yeah. And that was it, dude. The record one was, it was just basically you asking me, Hey man, we, do you want to, since you know, Matt, do you want to sit in on this interview with me? Yeah. Like it was out. almost like, Hey, do you want to sit in with me on this? Mm-hmm. I was like, okay. Right. And then after record, you were like, all right, all right. I'm seeing this. Um, you want to, you want to keep going. Yep. Right. hundred percent, dude. hundred percent. So that's, that's basically the way it went down. Um, that's, that's like the, the start of us doing, you know, our gig together. Um, yeah, I, I was stoked on it. I mean, even like after, after we finished up record and, you know, and I think we did Tucker next, um, from urban misfit podcast, we actually had him on as a guest on the show. Um, I was feeling this man. And I'm like, I wonder, and do you remember us just thinking like, I mean, we talked about it in our, in our, um, special guest spots and episodes where we're like, we tell our guest about like, Hey dude, Isaac and I sat down and we made a, a wish list. Like this is what we, th- these are the people who we'd want on the show. If a miracle happened, like, yep. like this, this is so unattainable, but might as well make a wish list. And it, and you and I comprised a list of guests of just like the random people that, um, that were a part of our lives through the pages of a magazine or through a VHS video. Right. Yep. And we, we did, sat down, we yeah. sat down and just, we were like, Hey, who would, it, I think early on we were just like, who would you think would be cool to interview? And right. all of them were like unattainable to be honest with you. We were like, there's no way, there's no way. Do you remember who all was on that list? Um, I could go back and scroll through a lot of our uh, guest interviews that we had because, yeah, goddamn, we we actually you know had some of the most coolest guests that were people that were on this list. Who was your? Who was your? Was there anyone that shocked you that you were like, "Oh, dude"? Um, not really shocked. I was just, I was just stoked. I mean, there was some level of like, okay, dude. Like, I remember calling you, like you are never going to guess who is going to be on our show. Like I, it was just almost to the point of like, we weren't supposed to have this, but guess what? We have it. Yeah. I think, I think for me, like one of the bigger ones, um, one of the, like, I, I, I'll be honest, you guys, I get, I get, I get shocked every time someone says yes, even now you do, you get, I do. That's real. That's real. Huh? You get shocked. I get, I get so shocked in like, Oh, like, I get giddy and I'm like, Oh fuck. I, I really hope like, I hope <laughs> they don't change their mind. Um, Todd Lyons. I, I was like, I don't remember. I'll never forget when oh, Todd yeah. Lyons was like, yeah, oh, man, yeah. sure. I was like, no way. Eddie Fiola, yeah. Eddie, Eddie sure. Fiola, Eddie Fiola, dude. I remember we, we called each other. I was like, dude, you're not going to get Fiola said yes. <laughs> you know. <laughs> um, I'll never, I'll never forget. You're like, dude, I need you to sit down. I was like, what's up? <laughs> you know, I was like, waiting here, like, uh, you know, like, so, like I fell and broke my, my, you know, <laughs> broke my elbow or something. You're like, 
Crew Jones is going to come on our show. We got Dude, let me let me tell you something. There is not one guest, not one from the first one Rickard to the last one we've done, right? That yep. I haven't been like wanting, you know, to get on the phone and call you and be like, "Dude, guess what? You know, I get yep. excited. There's not a shock factor cuz there just there there is, but it's not like I'm shocked. I'm just like so stoked, but every one of those guests now when I got to tell you Whenever I get a chance to call our guests ahead of the show, mm-hmm. it's just like them and I on the phone. That's a little bit of like, oh shit. Like when I saw Bill Allen, who if you guys remember plays Crew Jones in the movie Rad. Yep. When he when he called me, you know, I didn't have his caller ID. It didn't say Bill or Crew. <laughs> it right. does now, but I'm sure. like, hello. And he goes, Hey Craig, this is Crew Jones. You ready to walk this sucker? dude dude yeah okay maybe that's the shock factor like like what do you like holy shit it's crew jones from one of the movies that i pretty much grew up watching that had bmx in it that i thought was cool at the time yeah um calling me to ask me if i want to walk this sucker like you, you can't you can't rehearse that response dude no you really can't uh and just to get like something out of that doesn't sound like, yeah, of course I am. You don't, you know, <laughs> yeah. 19, I'm 13 years old and 86. Yeah. I mean, I wanted to respond like 13, like, hell yeah, dude. Heck you know? yeah, crew Jones. Heck yeah, crew. <laughs> dude. Um, if you want to see pure joy on my face, watch the intro of the Eddie Fielda episode because I am in shock. I'm like, he comes on, dude. I'll never forget it. Like you and I are sitting there and then all of a sudden Zoom pops up and I'm like, there's fucking Eddie fucking feel right there, dude. Yeah. Like the king is on my, is on my show. Like what the fuck? I couldn't yeah. believe it, dude. Yeah. And it's live and it's like, you're going to say something and he's going to hear it and he's going to say something back. So dude, don't say something stupid. Oh, I, and I always say stupid stuff. You guys, Not just I you. I'm stu- just, that's one of the things I think too, you know? No, I, I definitely say stupid stuff all the time. Yeah, and, I um, I did too. so I get, I get like that one, um, hundred percent Mike buff. Cause Mike buff didn't want to come on the show. Should we talk about that? How he like blew <laughs> us off forever. Do you think he didn't, he didn't want to come on the show. Or it was just like, uh, I don't know who you guys are. I don't, I don't know. You know yeah. Like, that's what exactly what it was. He yeah. was like, mm, who are you? What are you doing? No, Mike was like, hey, man, there's a couple other guys hitting me up. Um, Who are you? Yeah. You know, kind of like, why? Why should I be on your show? Right. You know, um, that that right there, it's almost like you you have to be real, be yourself and just be like, hey, dude, we just want to hang out. You know, there's nothing else to say. You can't be like, hey, bro, I got a million followers. This is going to be great for your brand. This is gonna- yeah. No, that's bullshit. That's yeah. fucking faking it, yeah. dude. Yeah. You know? Dude, like All 300 of the people that watch this are yeah. really, they're stoked to hear you talk, dude. Um, yeah, exactly. Dude, yeah. So, like, I think uh, Buff was one. Uh, RL, for sure. I got oh. starstruck with RL. RL and Mike for me. I still get starstruck with both those dudes. Totally. They were the BMX action trick team um, was just one of the raddest things um, growing up. Like they obviously, you know, the connection with the magazine because of, of Oz and everything. And they were always in the magazine. Like you could see 
other writers in there ever so often, maybe in an ad, maybe in a feature article, but it was like Mike and RL, it, it seemed like I'm like, these guys are, they're the pinnacle. They're, yes. they're the, these are the, the, the raddest dudes. Cause they're always in the magazine. I didn't know as a kid, our, uh, uh, Bob Osborne and RL, I never made the connection, not because I didn't, couldn't read two fucking last names. I just never knew who the editor or the guy who started the magazine was. So it was like, you know, I was just looking sure. at pictures and reading, reading the, 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 the mail in comments, you know, yeah, <laughs> yeah, stuff like that. Yeah. So those two, let me tell you, Isaac, dude, having Mike on was huge. Um, and having RL on yeah. was huge too. And, and I got to tell you, dude, when I look back, like, cause I said, I haven't, you know, I'm not experienced with this and I, and I don't know what your experience was before this with like interviews and shit, but I'm thinking it's probably around the same as mine. Yeah. Um, the the first when when they show up first of all when they if our guests say hey man yeah I'd let, you know two I'm down cool all right so then we get the meeting get everything set up and then boom they're in the meeting and it's like this is real and, and we're we're gonna go you know and then that's when I have that moment of like oh shit I have R L Osborne I have Mike Buff I have Mike Miranda or whoever we're about to kick this off and we're about to talk and and get down and and you know, that's the point where I'm like, yeah, soon as we, as soon as you say, what's up everybody, it's Isaac. And I'm like, all right, we're on. Yeah. <laughs> and then you just kind of go right. Yeah. Yeah. You go. It's, it's crazy dude to watch like how far we've come and you guys like, uh, it, it takes a lot for me to be speechless. Like, and clearly dude, you guys are how, how many minutes in and I've talked through this whole thing. Yeah. Uh, I talk a lot, but when I think about the fact that y'all like listen to our podcast or watch these videos, um, I'm still blown away. I am absolutely humbled and blown away. Anytime someone's like, Hey, can I have a sticker? I remember the first time a dude sent me a message on Instagram. was like, do you have any stickers? I'd love one. And I'm like, bro, you think I'm popular enough to have merch? Yeah. Like that was my, my reaction. I was like, Dude, you think you think I have merch, bro? Like nobody. I, I think I even asked him. I was like, "You think people would want that? You think people would put that? Like, where would you put it, dude? Like, why would you want a sticker?" <laughs> Literally, what I thought. In fact, here, dude, I'm gonna show you something you you've never seen this. Yes, and we, we do this yeah. over Zoom, and Craig, Craig, and I can see each other. So, yeah, Isaac's always showing me stuff, so I'll try. I that. have this is my first letter that somebody asked for a sticker. And it says, hey, Isaac, it's big pun. Um, just send an envelope so you can send me back one of those cool big bike BMX stickers. Thanks, man. Keep the vids coming and BMX alive. And I've kept this, dude. Wow. My very, This is my very first like letter that anyone ever asked for uh, like something that like one of our stickers. Yeah, it's, um, it's a cool feeling, man. And, and it does make you think like, wait a second, because when you and I talk on the podcast or we do yeah. an interview and we upload it, it it's almost like yeah we understand people are going to listen but we it, it's almost like the gravity of it doesn't hit me like there's going to be people who tune in and listen to the show and then can like hit us up and be like hey dude i love that interview or yeah man i i remember that guy from my childhood or whatever they say right so the interaction was almost like yeah, I knew I knew people were out there, but 
when people like give us feedback, I'm like, there's people out there, they're listening and they have something to say about it. It Blew trips me out me away. Yeah. It's, it's dude, it's still, it, it still trips me out. It's still super humbling. And it's still like, I, a lot of times, dude, I don't even know how to react a lot of times. Like it's, it, no, it's, you do good. <laughs> you do well. People, what, um, people, you know, when people say they like the show though, I'm just like, do you really like, really dude? That's cool. Thanks, man. Like, I don't, cause it's <laughs> well, you do like a good you said, job. Dude, you're always, you're always like, thank you. Appreciate it. And, and then give them the hook them horns, you know, like, dude, I duh. love, I, I love, I love hearing when people are like, dude, I really like this video or I really liked what you had to say or any of that stuff. I, it's so, it's so cool to see that because, you know, I, I still, I, I still remember, you know, sitting right outside the store talking about, you know, our, you like, that first big ripper, you know what I mean? Yeah. Do you have a favorite episode or do um, you, or, or is there something, is there something that you found that just like every time you, you get on the mic, like you, you just love or, you know, find that it's like the most enjoyable besides talking to me. I don't have a favorite episode. I have favorite parts of different episodes. Um, is that kind of like asking who's your favorite kid? Yeah, I think so, dude, because like, there's, there's, there's certain parts of each episode where I'm just like blown away. You know what I mean? Like, I really like when, when guests get real and they talk about something like anytime I hear something behind the scenes, like Eddie Fiola talking about, you know, like the fall when he fall. Okay. A good example. When Eddie's sharing that story about him playing stunt doubling his crew and he goes down that path and he flips and he falls over and like flips across the trail. Yeah. Like when, when we found out like that wasn't part of the script, that wasn't supposed to happen. I was like, dude, all this time I thought for sure that was part of the movie, like supposed to happen. So stuff like that, I think is cool. When you hear RL talk about any of his behind the scenes stuff where he, you know, he's talking about like what it was like uh, back then. Um, that's, that's always cool. Um, listen to buff talk about like how proud he is of his daughter makes him super relatable to me. Like it's not, he's not just a BMX guy. Um, So, so that, and just like hearing him, hearing him talk about like, you know, how funny it was to be in airports and, you know, getting whisked around and at 16 and all of that. I I, like that stuff because I idolized those guys so hard when I was a kid and to hear what they were going through. And it's like, you know, well, it's almost, they it's didn't know they like, were important. Yeah. And it's almost like, okay, we'll use RL and Mike um, Buff as a, an example. Like we knew they went on tour, the BM action, X action trick team. We knew they were traveling and doing shows, but it's like, just like you said, dude, it's like now by having them on the show, they're like, they're, it's like they're continuing the story. You know, they're yep. giving us insiders, the uh, inside information. It's just like, yeah. wow, there was more to it that we never knew about. And maybe a, the majority of people who listen to the show didn't know about, you know, that to me is super cool. It's almost, I feel like we're on like extra or like inside edition, like hear what you didn't know about the BMX action tour. Here's what's funny. <laughs> here's, <coughs> here's what's funny. So you hear them, you hear like RL, you hear all of them really do like RL buff, uh, Mike Miranda Volker. Like you hear them talk about it and you, you're like, they didn't, they didn't know they would be legends. You know what I mean? Like, you know, Buff's like, yeah, dude, they, uh, they picked me up at school and then we were just off for a tour, yeah. you know, the last day of school and we were off for a tour. 
And so like, they didn't know they were going to be legends. And then I talked to someone like Damon Dayton, or I talked to somebody like Matt Rickard and I'm like, dude, you're the RL Osborne of this generation, this chapter of bikes, what's going on in bike life. Like you're the RL, you're the buff, you're the Mike Miranda of this time period. You know what I mean? And I'm like, I, yeah, for sure. Jacob, like I talked to Jacob about it and it's like, they're just, and, and they're just like, man, I just like to do wheelies on my bike with my yeah, friends. I just want to ride. I just want to, I just want to ride my bike. I just want to ride my bike with my friends and that's it. And then, you know, you hear our own and, but in uh buff talk and you're like, I, I was just having a good time riding bikes with my best friend. Right. Same story. And, and 30 and years apart. Is, it, it, it's the same story. And, and, you know, has the common theme, but after getting to know these guys, um, some more than, I, than other guests we've had, but all of them are just regular dudes mm-hmm. who had a lot of exposure doing what they did really, really well, yeah. but they're humans, they're guys. And they, you know, even when we're not recording, it's, it's like conversations can go on another half hour, hour and a half, two hours. Uh, from Todd to Miranda to Osborne, you name it, of just like, yeah, the the damn camera's off, but we're still talking about the bikes and we're talking about places we've been or people we've hung out with, you know? Do you want to you want to go in it? You want to take a little weird turn? Do you want to talk about guests who straight you up? You can't like, call me a ride or die, dude, if I'm not going <laughs> to take weird fucking turns with you, dude. All right. You, you want to talk about people that straight up turned us down for interviews? <clears throat> I let's not use the word turned us down. Cause I have this, like this hope that it was just maybe put us on a, uh, a timeout or a back burner. <laughs> you know, I'm hoping a lot of the guests we ask that maybe you might be bringing up right now. Just they're just waiting for the right moment. How about that? Sure. Is that a good workaround? Did I just fucking. Totally no, you, you did down? great. You did great. Okay. I'm going to tell you something that straight up said, no, Yeah, let's, let's hear it. Um, I'm not surprised. But I went out on a limb and I invited Woody Itson to come on the show. I love Woody. Yep. Love uh, I Woody thought Itson. I thought Woody I thought Woody would be like, yeah, maybe. Um, he's not really involved in BMX, but he still does his like every birthday. He goes out and does some tricks in his front yard. Posts yeah, right it. on the street. Woody, I was like, hey, dude, you want to come on? He's like, I appreciate that you. And he was so classy, dude. He's like, I appreciate you even think about me. I appreciate that you remember me. He's like, but that's a diff- that, that's a chapter that's long gone, and I prefer to listen in and hear about you know hear interviews from my friends, so I'm going to politely decline. And I was like, that's the classiest like, nope, I've ever heard. <laughs> and um, you have to, and and you got to respect it because hell yeah, some, dude. Some he was just, honest. Yeah, he was honest straight up, and it's like I got to give a you know a a nod of respect to that guy. Hey, it's just not me anymore. A hundred times over. Thank I you. I couldn't agree more. Appreciate it. Yeah. Couldn't agree more. I appreciate his honesty. Um, Martin Aparillo. I th- I thought, I thought after we talked to Eddie, I thought for sure, maybe he would come on. He was like, yeah, I'll get back to you. It, again, you know, I appreciate that instead of being like, no, nah, I'm good. Or, you know, I'll get back to you. Maybe he will. Maybe another, you know, Time goes by. Maybe I think it was, I think it was a very polite (laughs) blow off. I don't think, I don't think we'll ever get Martin. I would love to, because, because Martin was probably one of my favorite flatland riders to watch. Um, So he was definitely on my, like still, still right. Dude, I still watch, I still watch his Instagram. Yeah. Um, 
doesn't change the way I feel about the guy at all, nope. even a little bit. Nope. Um, Same here. Yeah, I, 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 he was just someone for me. He was like an idol that I would have loved to. I'm almost glad he didn't because I don't know if I would have been able to be cool because, like, he's just one of those ones, dude. That like when I would watch Martin, he was my favorite dude. You could ask any of the dudes I rode with. I was like, I want to be like Martin. I always wanted to be like Martin. I thought he was one of the smoothest, most polished riders. Um, and I tried to, I tried to emulate him as much as I could. Yeah. Fair enough, man. And you know, there's never, I'm not, when you tell me like, Hey, I talked to so-and-so and and they said, no, there's not so much the letdown, like of disappointment, like, Oh, that guy should have, you know, he should have done it or what, why it's more like, Oh man, I really wanted to that would have been cool. talk yeah. to that guy. That yeah. would have been dope. Cause you have stories, right? You're like, dude, I, it's yeah. almost like you want to tell him like your story. You know what I mean? Like, Oh dude, you For know, sure. I, I remember getting your bike or I remember opening this, this spread in the magazine. I learned a trick watching you do it, you know? Blah, yeah. Blah, blah, or blah. like one of the things that you do best in my opinion is you're like with a guest, you'll say, Hey, you know, 20, like with Miranda, for example, or, yep. or someone, dude, 30 years ago in 1989 or, or whatever it was, I took a picture with you and I have that. I sat on your bike. Yeah. And I sat on your bike or whatever it is. Right. Like, yeah, you have these, I mean, if you had that story and someone, and you were so stoked to tell that person, they were like, um, I respectfully decline. And you're like, Oh dude, I wanted to tell you my Polaroid story. Dude, for sure. Like Woody Itson. Here's a great example. Woody Itson. Um, okay. In Lodi, if you take highway 12, like you're going to the Bay area, you pass Rio Vista, I think it's called. Yeah. Rio Vista. Okay. Woody. And I want to say it was Mike Dominguez. I think it was, it was after Woody was off of, uh, off of Hutch and on Diamondback. I think it was the same time as him and Mike Dominguez. Um, they did a show in Rio Vista in a really bad parking lot in a bike shop. Mm-hmm. Uh, do the parking lot was like, you know, like the cement, it's like hella old and like rock cement, not like, <laughs> not like pavement. No. Where were you at? Mervyn's? No, dude, it was like, we're next to like an 1800s building. So like, it was probably oh, the original the cement others. from like the, from like the fifties. <laughs> right. And, and they, it, the, it was unlevel and he struggled through a whole show, dude. He, he was, he did his best. He still pulled a lot of tricks, but even the, even the crowd of us that were like the flatland guys were like, dude, best of luck on this because like, you just can't spin. It's like trying to do a boomerang on sandpaper, <laughs> like your tire just grips. And so, you know, but, but it was just a, you know, for me, I would have loved to tell him like, dude, you gave me a hutch sticker uh, when I was 12 and yeah. I could, I wanted to tell him that story so bad. Yeah. I mean, so and I, I want to tell him the story when I called his house. I want to be like, hey, dude, by the way, I called your house when you were like 16. I don't, you probably I'd love that story I, where you're like, uh, Woody Itson. Yeah. <laughs> you guys, yeah. You, you have to go back on one of the audio podcasts. But when I was a kid, you could call 411 on, on any phone. And I went through a Nora Cup uh, issue of BMX Plus or BMX Action, one of the rider awards. And underneath each rider, they gave their hometown. So I called 411. I would say the like the hometown and operator go, who are you trying to call? And I would say, Woody Itson. And she goes, I have a Durwood incident. I have a Durwood incident. And I'm like, that's it. <laughs> Got their phone numbers. And I would call them. I literally would call them. And like, uh, my mom would 
beat my ass after she got that long distance bill. But man, I called Woody. It's in, I think I called Martin. Martin didn't pick up, but I, did, I totally called and talked to Woody. And Woody talked to me for like 15 minutes. Like Dude, that's cool because you can go to you can go to school the next day and be like, bro, guess who I talked to last night? Who? I told every fucker I knew. I told yeah. people I didn't know. Right. I talked to Woody Itson. <laughs> Just walking up to randoms at the grocery store. Hey, I Woody Itson, I called him. See this guy in the front of this magazine? I called him. We've talked. Yeah, dude. So like I, I would have loved to talk to Woody Martin. Um you know what, said, do you want to bring up the other one said now? Um it, you're it's your topic so if you want to uh fly fly i'm bummed dude. i'm I'm still bummed all right it, dude. go with it dude go harry with it. kramer dude i want to talk to him about the bike I, you guys i am obsessed with the pk ripper 27.5 yeah and perry has told us twice that he'll be on the show and for whatever reason has not been able to make it and this isn't gonna... me calling out perry kramer i'm not calling anybody <clears throat> out no it's not i'm just talking about I'm talking about just how bummed I am that I haven't been able because I want to find out. Do tell me about I like BMX racing. You've done that interview a thousand times. Perry Kramer, I want to know about this fucking bike so bad. Cause I asked Todd about it and he goes, You'll have to talk to Perry. Right. I'm like, yeah, I remember when Todd said that. And the thing yeah. is, you know, you, you never know what someone's got going on in their lot and, and and their schedule, whatever. But yeah, the fact that he was like, Yeah, okay. I mean, he was on board and maybe something came up. Maybe it didn't. I don't know. When Cat was down in our Cat, our roving reporter down in Southern California, uh, ran into him at the hoedown ride out. She asked him and said, hey, we'd love to get you on the Big Bike BMX show. And he was like, yeah, yeah, that would be cool. Um, has nothing to do with her being a female with, uh, you know, uh, a charm and maybe a smile. I don't know. Hopefully he's, you know, he'll come no, on. Dude, I, I legit think he wants to come on. I just think he's, I think he's a busy dude. I mean, he I works, too. he works, he works yeah. in the bike industry. He probably doesn't want to hear people ask him about bikes after look, here's the thing. I work no at an work. internet company and I don't want to talk to people about shopping carts when I get home. I get it. <laughs> right. So, you know what I mean? He's, and he's probably talked to death about BMX racing. Yeah. Like he's done that interview a thousand times and he, you know, imagine what it's like for some of these guys. You know what I mean? Like he does BMX all day, goes home, just wants to take off his pants, put on some old sweats and then jumps on Facebook and everyone's like, PK Ripper. And he's like, motherfucker, I'm more than PK Ripper. You know right. what I mean? And then <laughs> yeah. you got two, you got two old dudes with beards going like, Hey, do you want to talk about bikes? Right. I, I don't blame them for not wanting to just like, yeah, man, yeah. can't wait to hop on that fucking show. Well, the guests that have said, or potential guests that have, you know, turned us down or said no hopefully their future guests i, I was want to hear the funniest one the funniest one it better be damn funny it's pretty funny dude i thought <laughs> go ahead so i hit up chris moeller chris mad dog moeller from snm yeah i also have an snm story um because i like chris chris helped me not get arrested one time and um I hit him up. I'm like, Hey dude, we've done these interviews. Like, and I always try and say like, Hey, we've done these other interviews with other people. So you don't think I'm just like some scrub dude. Right. Yeah. Like, Hey, get here's, here's a recording of like, you know, John Bolgens. Here's a recording of Todd Lyons. So you can kind of get an idea. Like we're not, we're not going to sit here and ask you like a job interview. We just kind of shoot the shit. Yeah. <laughs> and that dude was like, Nope. Actually, yeah. he didn't even say no. He's just like, fuck Todd. Fuck John. Or, 
fuck John and fuck the wild man. And I was like, <laughs> all I could do was reply with LOL. And he sent me like, a, like the kissy face. I was like, I still love you. And he sent me the kissy face emoji. And I was like, right. fucking A, dude, that's so molar. Yeah. I thought that was hilarious. I, that's probably one of my favorite like declines I've ever got was Chris Moeller. Yeah, it has to be, man. Uh, that's on brand. That is so on brand for that guy. Like I was right. just. Would you expect it to be like, oh, I respect, I respectfully decline your off. I mean, it's not going to be. Formalized. I would have been bummed. Yeah. Yeah. You'd be no, like dude. let down if it wasn't like, you know, F this guy, F that guy. No. <laughs> yeah. I loved it. Um, I don't know. Yeah. So, um, so, you know, thinking about other things about the show, the guests and everything, what, was there anything, you know, we, we actually evolved, you know, we're getting, we're getting guests more continually um, or more, you know, big names, big, big interviews and stuff, but we're also doing um, podcasts. So, yeah. you know, one of the things that I liked about our show this year was the fact that, um, you know, we decided to stream and we decided that we weren't just going to be a YouTube show. Right. And I really enjoyed that. I really liked just sitting here. Um, Do you think these are more fun for you? They're they're not more fun. They're just different fun, I think. I think that's, you know, when we have a guest on, uh, you know, I don't want to waste their time. I, I want to have relevant conversations. I want to, you know, feel like we're just hanging out, but I also <laughs> want to make it, you know, you I consider like, hey, people are listening here too. I, you know, I want it to be cool. I want it to be rad. And I want people to enjoy the time that they spend with us and be, and walk away and go, Oh, I didn't know that about that guy. Or, Oh, did you know what they talked about on big bike BMX? Um, did you hear what Craig said? Did you hear what Isaac said or anything in that kind of combination? Right. I have more fun with these. I, I do have a different kind. And and so the streaming podcast, um, even though, you know, one of the, one of the coolest things we started doing was phone ins, you know, calling people as we built this, this, um, this show. I mean, we're obviously making, we're building more relationships with people where we're talking to them offline. They're becoming our friends. Um, so it's like, Oh, do you want to call Todd? Oh, do you want to call Jacob? Oh, do you want to call Matt or whoever? And it's like, we pick up our phone and we can immediately have access and have them on the show. Yeah. You know, at first I do, I remember you were like, Hey, call Todd. And I was like, um, no, Mm-mm. Not gonna I don't want to bug that guy. Yeah. Like, just do it, man. And I'm like, for what, what do we, what I, I had to know details, you know? Yeah, dude, you, you are not, you are. Okay. So I've learned this about myself. I am a live in the moment person Yeah. where I'm like, fuck it, send it. Right. Um, you want to know every detail from every angle and you want to make sure that it's like as polished as can be. And I'm like, just fucking call him, dude, put him on speakerphone. Let's see what happens. Yeah. That's what makes it so much fun for me. Cause I'm like, do you, do you think it's fun? watching me kind of squirm a little bit i love it i love (laughs) i love every second of it yeah i really do um but i have learned i mean i've i think i've progressed a little where i'm like you're like call todd i'm like all right hold on and i'll yeah i can't i can't throw you off like i i used to be i used to be able to really throw you off and now you're like you're kind of used to it now so i can't troll you as hard but i dude i have so much i think you're right it's a different kind of fun but there's so much less pressure when we do an audio podcast because I'm not self-conscious about um, I'm, I'm not self-conscious about the way I look. Uh, I'm not self-conscious about the way someone else may be, you know, I, I tend to read people's faces a lot. And so if I ask a question, I will project all kinds of shit on their face when I ask a question. 
Oh, and really? oh, I do all the time, dude. I second guess myself. I am I have the worst self esteem when it comes to that stuff. Hmm. And so, like, if I ask, you know, Todd a question, or I ask Eddie Viola a question, or I ask RL a question, at the same time, in the back of my mind, I'm still a 14 year old kid going, "This is my idol," and I don't want them to think I'm a I'm a dork, you know, or some like an idiot. So I always like I, I talk too much or whatever. But on these that's things, dude, a, I can just funny I you can said just, that. Yes, you know. Yeah, and that's funny. I'm gonna just jump in here real quick because this was a funny moment. And when we had Buff on the show, um, we were recording and we hadn't really like officially started the interview yet. Yeah. Um, and so you and I had on, and which we do kind of frequently, we had on the same shirt, and you always. made a <laughs> and you made a comment like, yeah, Craig and I had on the same shirts and I had to take mine off because we didn't want to look like idiots. And Buff goes, why don't you guys just look like idiots or something? Yeah, like that. Goes, and and yeah. I go, well, it doesn't take the shirts to make us look like idiots, you know? Yeah. And it was like, that broke the ice for me because like talking to Mike yeah, um, really was a moment of like my 14 year old self going, Mike Buff's on our show. Mike Buff's on our show. Yeah, you know? I, I we even talked about it. we're like, dude. I was, I think he, he went to go like have his daughter do something with the Wi-Fi, and I'm like, dude, I'm fucking geeking out right now because there's Mike Buff. I'm looking at Mike Buff, right? Um, you know, because dude, forever. That's again, we're kind of going backwards, but man, forever, dude. That's the BMX Action Trick Team. You know what I mean? Like that's that's it. And it right still there, is. You know? It still is. Like when I heard, um, you know, this year when I went down to LA, um, I, the whole thing was based on. I wanted to be at the ride out that Mike Buff and RL Osborne were going to be together riding at. I yeah. wanted to be there. Like, I'm like, if there's ever a moment to get in the car and drive and just go to be in another moment somewhere, that was it for me. Dude, I'm you like, captured, you captured the, I think, I think you captured the greatest moment of 2020. You think so? On your, I think so. I, I wish did. I had like an SLR, like a, a legit camera instead of, of freezing a, um, a a video, like a GoPro video. No, dude. I think I think the fact you got on video is what makes it great. Really? Thank you. Yeah. Because I'm going to, okay, you guys, I'm going to describe the video. Um, Craig has a GoPro on his helmet and he pulls up next to RL Osborne and they start talking about how Craig had a couple flats. And Craig, this is after flat number one. Craig's like, hey, I made it back. Only one flat, you know. <laughs> Can't believe I didn't bring my tools. And then what you don't see off camera is that at that particular moment when you guys are talking, Mike Buff catches up to you guys. You yeah. don't know that he's coming. And so Buff rides up and buzzes his front tire on RL's back tire. And it just goes... <laughs> And it makes it makes uh, RL's bike rattle, and RL like pauses, stops talking to you, and looks at his front tire, like what the fuck is going on with my bike? Because you're talking about bike problems, and all of a sudden his whole bike vibrates, and he looks down and he's like looking at his front wheel, like oh shit, and then Buff is cr like Buff is laughing his ass off, just to the right of RL, and he rides up next to him, puts his arm out, and taps him on his on his back. Like, hey, buddy, it was just me. Yeah. And then you pull back, and then they just start talking. And I think that was probably like, to me, that was the most pivotal moment of 2020. Like for for old school BMX freestyle guys. Wow. That having you caught that moment of the, like them having a bro moment, 
after 35 years, it'd be like you and I, dude, not seeing each other for 35 years and then riding together, just be like, man, remember the, and I'm projecting again, like uh, they're projecting about like bikes or whatever, but you know, yeah. and they're just having a conversation. Who knows what they're talking about? Well, like, here, you're talking here, about flat tires. Who knows? Here's the thing, man. So obviously um, if, if you don't know, I live in Northern California and this ride out was in Los Angeles. Um, which was about 400 miles away from me. So, you know, driving down there was, that's not the point of what I'm trying to get to. It was, you know, getting down there and then right at the ride out, bro, this, this 4130 subway series had, I'm going to say like 600 deep in this ride, right? They were hell in next, dude. They were probably more than that. And so when I get off, when they kick this ride off and um, I'm like five minutes into the ride, you know, I'm here thinking in my mind, like, ah, oh, dude, I'm here with RL and I'm hanging out. I'm staying out at Mike Buff's house. And, and at this point in time, RL's like, a, he's a friend of ours, right? Right. So I'm talking to these guys, I'm hanging out and I'm like, I'm going to get this moment. This is so dope. I turn the corner, I'm heading down Hollywood and Vine or wherever I'm at. I get a flat. Can you imagine, dude? I'm like, this whole thing just ended with a fucking screw in my tire. Like I'm not right. this, everything I wanted to do on this ride. So the whole ride out passes me and I won't go into long detail, but the whole ride out's gone. I'm with the safety crew, uh, home and, and all the, you know, reflective vest guys. And I'm like, this is it. I'm done. Shout out to Homan, by the way, shout out to Homan and that whole crew. But I get back on the ride and I'm like, how do you find a needle in a haystack? Cause to catch up with, first of all, I got to catch up with these guys. And it's like, there's no way there's like if even if you stuck with someone the whole ride like hey dude we're gonna hang out together this whole ride yeah, it's like finding a friend at disneyland yeah Good it's luck. like don't lose me within yeah. 10 minutes you and that person are already separated right yeah. that the moment that you were talking about the video i captured um i just happened to be i like caught up to rl and i'm like oh shit rl right there bro cool had the camera rolling and then to have mike pull up behind like cool. this, this is like, this is impossible. Yeah. And so I was like, I'm going to capture this moment. And that part was cool. And then for me being there, like I was filming them for a while and I was like, okay, I got some really good footage. I pull up alongside of them. I'm standing up because I wanted to look kind of have this angle of looking down on them mm-hmm. from a higher view. Sure. Mike looks up to me and he goes, are you filming? And I go, uh, yeah, maybe. So Mike throws out the one fingered salute. And I couldn't do nothing but laugh because I'm like, Mike Buff is fucking with me. He's flipping me off, but not like, fuck you. This is like, you know, yeah, Craig, you know what? You know, it's like, it's not giving me a hard time. It's just giving me a hard time. Like, like I'm like, it's like a bro thing. Right. Sure. And I was like, that's, that's cool. (laughs) Dude, it's super. It's, (laughs) it's like farting on your pillow and trying to give your buddy pink eye. Right. Yeah, totally. I get yeah, it. Yeah, so that 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 was a really cool, you know, thing this year that was going on. So 100%. Yeah, 100%. Thanks for that, Isaac. I'm glad that that you that you uh, had those kind words, man, cuz that was like probably um right up there in the top things that happened for me this year. It was cool. Um, and it was definitely show. cool. Yeah. It was definitely cool. So, yeah, man, like, you know, we, we did a lot of cool interviews, got some got some cool bikes. Uh, Dude, did we not get some cool bikes this year? I mean, Dude, I I I I was happy with just the big ripper. And then that PK came along and I was like, I have to have this. Like wanted that bike so bad. And then we got bikes when during a time when we shouldn't have gotten bikes. No, dude, I I remember I I I 
called Sean at the bike shop and I'm like, Hey dude, I want this beast mode. And he's like, okay. And I was like, I'm going to put some money down on the beast mode. And he's like, cool. And then I saw the PK and I had hydraulic brakes and I was like, Hey man, can I just transfer that money over to the PK? And he's like, yeah, I don't have either one yet. So sure. So then like I already, I, again, sight unseen bought the PK. Um, so like I got the first one that came to Phoenix and it's still probably my favorite bike. And then, then my dumbass <laughs> talked to Todd about the fat, about the, the fat ripper and why that was his, one of his favorite bikes. And then Mike Buff's like, dude, it's a great bike. It's like his favorite bike. And I'm like, I got two dudes that I respect their riding telling me how much they love that fat. And then, and then Todd's like, it's the same geometry as a, as a fat ripper. The fat quad is a, is a fat ripper geometry, just in a quad frame. Right. And I was like, God damn it, dude. So I bought that bike. And so I ended up getting like those three bikes. It was just a crazy year, dude. Crazy. Well, year. don't forget you got, you had a, you got an OM uh, Duro this uh, same year. Oh, right? I got the, yeah. The, the, so the Duro, okay. So the, the Duro That's was cool. for my son. Um, who, who also, I was trying to flex on my son and be like, guess who I'm interviewing? And I showed him a video of Todd on the Duro. I'm like, I'm interviewing that guy from SE Bikes. And he's like, oh, that's cool. And then he just got like super into that bike. And he's just like, that bike has gears? I'm like, yeah. Because he was just riding a, he was riding my 20-inch Flatland bike. Mm-hmm. And my son, dude, is damn near six foot tall. And so I understand how squirrely. And I'm looking at him. I'm like, bro, that bike is just too small for you. And so I was like, I'm going to get him a big bike. I think he would like a big bike. And he's like, that has gears, huh? I was like, it does. And they have one at the shop. And so I went down there. He's like, this is that one that Todd was riding, huh? I was like, it is, dude. And he got out there on the, he rode in the parking lot with shifting gears. I was like, what do you think? He's like, I really like this, dad. I really like this. <laughs> and so at that point I was like, fun. And you know, like, cool. I was like, will you go on bike rides with me? He's like, anytime you want. I was yes. like, we are buying this. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, he has a Duro and then uh, my fat quad, Aiden, my other son, he was, so I was riding the PK. He was riding the big ripper. And his favorite thing to do is ride around with no hands. He thinks that's the funnest thing in the whole world. It is. And I'm fun. like, it, dude, it is fun. Absolutely. It's fun. And he loves it. He like, he sets little goals. Like I'm gonna ride the whole neighborhood in a big circle without my hands. I was like, do it. Well, then when the fat quad came, I was like, check out this new bike, dude. And I was doing some endos and stuff. He's like, can I ride it? And I'm like, yeah. And he did the no hands thing. I was like, do you like that bike? He's like, it's my favorite bike now. (laughs) And I was like, damn it. So now he rides it, dude, more than I do, because it's like, that's his bike when we go on bike rides. But the beauty of it is like, I don't have to compete with Fortnite anymore. You know, like they can be in the middle of like, whatever, you know, I don't know. I forget what it's called. Like, but they're, they're out there doing like save the earth or whatever. One V one or. I don't know what they do in Fortnite. All I know is they play it a lot and they try and get V bucks. But you got a way to pull them away from it now, right? If I tell them like, "Hey, do you put your shoes on?" All I have to say is, "Put your shoes on." They're like, "Gotta go." <laughs> <laughs> like they're off. They're off with their buddies. You know what I mean? They're just like, "Gotta go," and they'll log right off, dude. And then you know they love going on big like 10, 15, 15 mile bike rides. They're in it, dude. That's awesome. So, like this year, I got my kids back. I got. 
I've had a lot of fun on the podcast. Uh, you know, just it's it's been great, dude. So as shitty as a year for the world 2020's been, like somehow I've connected with my BMX family even deeper. I've connected mm-hmm. with my actual family deeper, all because of these stupid big BMX bikes. And I love every second of it, dude. I love it. You know, my wardrobe is so much cooler now. Like I used to just wear corporate t-shirts that I get for free from work. And now I'm wearing like, well, I got 209 rippers right now. You're wearing a big, or a Phoenix bike a company Phoenix shirt. Bike, BMX mixtape shirt. My t-shirts are way cooler than they were last year. You know, one of the, I'm going to, since we were talking about the fat quad, the SC bikes or SC racing fat quad, one of my favorite moments this year. Um, and there's a lot, dude, there's a lot of things that go on during the podcast that people don't get to see because we're in the background and not on camera laughing and fist pumping and all that. And, but, um, one of the things, um, that was said, um, was about the fat quad and it was with RL Osborne when RL was like, yeah, you know, um, Dylan and, and Pat are getting these SE, um, fat quads from Todd. And I think we got your guys bikes. And like, when he said that, dude, I'm, I'm watching you. Like people don't see it. The look on your face was like, huh? No way. You know, <laughs> like, like those, one of the best trolls, one of the best. Trolls it, it, was, it was so good, dude. So stuff guys, like that is so cool. You know, we need, was, we need to clarify though, real quick. We're not sponsored by SE. We don't no. get discounts from SE. No. Like tr- I, I, I'll show you receipts. Like I pay retail, full retail for my BMX bikes. My SE bikes are full retail. I don't get any kind of discount. No, my so, bad for even, and you can cut that out if you want. Dude, my bad for even bringing that up like that. I was just saying, I think RO was just having fun with us trolling, like saying, I got a bike that you you guys could have bought or had, you know? Yeah, so, I yeah. think he's, I think that's what he was saying. It was just like, you know, yeah. hey, no, dude, we, I got... We, we definitely buy all of our stuff, uh, all of our bikes full retail. I mean, uh, Ride Out Supply probably loves me because uh, they're my go-to for uh, for bikes. Um, that's why yeah. I buy my bikes. Yeah, dude. I, I definitely like uh, Phoenix Bike Company and Ride Out Supplier, the two spots that I, I get my bikes from. Um, and, you know, speaking of, <clears throat> you know, with, with the guests that we've had on the show, Isaac, and, and all the friendships we've made and the friendships that just have fostered way beyond the show, you know, one of the things that I was really stoked on this year was the relationships that we've had with um, the brands that support our show that we also support um, yeah. through LJ. our writing. LJ and Maddie, LJ and Maddie from Ride Out Supply, you know, um, definitely. How cool? How cool are they, dude? They're super cool. They are so you down know? to earth and normal. I, I love them. I'm glad we got to meet them because I just thought some guy was in uh, a warehouse somewhere um, with some type of printing press, and and you know had taken orders or he was running this company, and it was like, who is this guy? Because I think, bef- you know, prior to the Urban Misfit podcast that featured LJ and Maddie on their show and as well as us afterwards, nobody ever really saw them because you look through every single post of Ride Out Supply. You won't see a single picture of them going, here's us with a sticker kit. Here's us making all your guys stuff. They were like the most elusive um, components to Ride Out Supply was actually the people behind it. Yeah, You didn't know if it was like 15 people. You didn't know if it was like, I didn't know anything other than like, some dude named LJ or Maddie 
signed uh, signed a piece of cardboard when they sent stuff to me. Right, and did, wasn't it? I mean, didn't they, they could have been the shipping. Dep- they could have been the shipping department for all I knew. You know, because I mean? to me, I was just like, this is like a big company. Yeah. Um, and then meet, meeting meeting LJ, and then hearing him talk about like his mid school roots, what he knows about the old school, how technical he is with his bicycles. Um, you know, I'm like, like he knows the shit. You know, he he knows everything about mid old new school. He knows the parts. He knows what fits he knows bike tech he's forgotten yeah. more about bike tech than than just about everyone listening to this podcast will ever know right I, i'm not flexing i'm being honest like that dude just knows bike tech really well um yeah. like there's two people i think that are brilliant when it comes to bike tech sean from phoenix bike company and lj um and so like they just know their shit dude and so getting to know getting to know them and finding out like it's just the two of them doing it out of their house you know, like doing it out of their, their little office um, with a warehouse where they can store stuff. And, and, and a couple cute dogs running around. Yeah. Tuna shout out to tuna. Yeah. Um, shout out. So, so dude, I mean, to me, I thought that was, that was probably one of the most special moments. I thought that was fantastic. I Hearing, here, I'm going to, I'm going to segue into George real quick. Like, you I know, George segue into well. all of them. Yeah. I want to give a shout out to everyone that supported us this year. So, so, so George, George kind of blew me away because George is again, he's just like LJ and Maddie, where he was, he's very reclusive. He doesn't want to be known as like the like night bike company is night bike company. It's not George's company. But meeting that guy and hearing him talk about like, you know, like he and I just randomly struck up a conversation on Instagram talking about like old school BMX stuff and, and curb dogs and, and the Bay Area where I grew up. And he grew up and you grew up. And do I think we had like a two hour conversation one night till I was like, bro, I got to go to bed, man. I was like, I got, I actually work in the morning, but I was like, I'll sit here and talk about old school BMX with you all day. And uh, like, he knows this stuff. He knows his history. Uh, just a cool, cool guy. He's, it's not just like some, you know, corporate, you know, corporate company with like a, a CNC machine. It's like, I can sell these fucking stems to these old fuckers and, they'll buy them because they look like the old ones. Like he gets it. He was there. He did it. And and that's, you know, when we have support like that, or when we support companies and a relationship's made, it's always cool to see that there's someone involved that's grassroots, that's in, into bikes, into BMX, there's history. Um, that just almost like, just makes it more like, like it's a family thing and not so much a corporate, you know, company, um, connection you know it it seems everybody who's connected with us has an affinity or has experience or has a history with the bike world it's not Mm -hmm. some people going uh we don't really know what we're doing but we we're going to pump out some shirts that someone told us was cool yeah or some parts that we do that we saw and 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 our 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 chief designer thinks they'll work on your bike no you you want to talk passion jacob santos yeah like that too just that dude is passionate about BMX. I'll, I'll, I'm going to start this out with Jacob. The funniest thing like that started off with Jacob and I is when I did my interview with Urban Misfit Podcast, I, I talked about Jacob a lot because Jacob to me is like the rider I'd love to be on these big bikes, right? Like he mixes in fixie freestyle, old school freestyle, and modern maneuvers and stuff on a bigger bike and i was just like i want to ride like that i wish i had those skills and 
So I'm talking about him through this pretty much like a good chunk of my urban misfit podcast. Right. Yeah. So when Jacob did Tucker's podcast, he's like, yeah, fucking shout out to eighties BMX Craig for talking about me, like for his whole podcast. Right. And I was like, Oh shit. Like I did, man, that must've looked pretty damn cheesy. Right. <laughs> but he's, you're right. And he's so he's, I did because Jacob, you're out there. I, I, I think I coined the phrase, man. I'm going to say it right now. It's your writer's favorite. It's your favorite writer's favorite writer. Yeah. yeah maybe sure. I didn't. Maybe I did. But I used it a whole hell of a lot because he's he's that good. And he's a fucking good ass dude. He's a great dude. Here's the thing. Jacob is interesting because you expect you expect A of Jacob, but you're going to get B. Yeah. And so everything you expect out of it, you're going to judge Jacob by the way he looks. You're going to judge him by how aggressive he rides. You're going to judge him by his tattoos, his hair, his, his, you know, all of it. You're going to look at Jacob and you're going to, you're going to form an opinion. And then you're going to meet Jacob and you're going to be like, Jacob is the kindest, friendliest cheerleader for you as a rider. He, the only thing Jacob wants is for you to have as much fun on your bike excuse me, as much fun on your bike as he does. Um, and he wants you to have good parts that, that aren't going to break your body. Right. That's, that's it, dude. And so like, that's probably one of the things I think, and everybody talks about it, you know, like, Oh, girls will say he's so sweet, but what they're really saying is he's such a nice guy. He's such a genuine guy. And it's so funny to hear that because like my wife is like, he is so sweet. And what, what someone's saying is like, he's genuine yeah. and dudes, dudes will walk away going like, that's a bro right there. Like that dude is a bro. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Like yeah, it's so sure. funny because like it, it, he's, he's such a, a normal down to earth guy. It's like, he's this really good pro writer that's famous that doesn't know. Uh, he, he hasn't, like he hasn't read his own media, if that makes sense. Like he knows he's good. Well, he knows he's say, he, he knows he's good. He knows, knows he's popular. Yeah. He knows he's good. He knows he's popular, but he doesn't wear it on his sleeve like a lot of pros easily could. Yeah, and and his story, it, it's it's still going. It's his his you know his his book has not ended on his writing career, obviously. So it's it's almost like. There's still more to come. There's oh, from still... Jacob? Oh, hell yeah. Oh, I think we've seen, we've seen like an eighth of what that dude is capable of. Yeah. I, I tease, okay, I tease him. He's to me, Jacob is a kid. Jacob is still a kid. And I don't mean that in a disrespectful way. I mean, he's, he is still, there's, there's that age, dude, when you hit it and you're like, it's like you where you peak, you know what I mean? And, and you're like, yeah. I, I'm as strong as I'm going to naturally be. And my equilibrium is as good as it's ever going to be. <laughs> like, you think that's like at 18, dude, but I think it's, it's older. I mean, I got stronger the older I got. Yeah. And so that dude has not even come close to tapping into what he's, what he's capable of and measure that with these big BMX bikes are still, in their infancy, if you think about how long they've been around. 
Todd's still developing them. GT's popping out stuff. Throne's popping out stuff. People are popping out big like big BMX bikes, yeah. but they haven't started to really iterate on the geometry and you know what could be done with these bikes. So, and here's the analogy: Look at the GT freestyle bikes that we rode as kids. The dropouts were paper thin. The geometry was all super whack. And then you look at like the the freestyle bikes that are being that are that are out there today, the twenty inch bikes, with the slammed rear ends and the the better head tube angles and the seat. Like they're putting money. They they've learned and BMX bikes have evolved to where it's not just like, you know, a stingray without a banana seat for a BMX bike. Now it's like carbon fiber frame and this and you know, head tube angle. And it's designed to float. Mm-hmm. Big BMX bikes are still Schwinn stingrays of the eighties for the like BMX racing. We haven't even begun to really look at what can be done with these bikes. Once, once companies start seeing like, I mean, SE knows the popular, everyone knows the popularity of them, but it takes time to catch up. And once you, I, I think once they start melding with like the, the mountain, the amount of money that mountain bikes get, get pumped into their industry and the innovation you see getting channeled into mountain biking, and the, the the level of quality of those parts start hitting our big BMX bikes because you're going to continue to see dudes that are 20, 30, 40 years old gravitate towards big BMX instead of mountain bikes. Just wait to see what happens and then wait to see what these pro riders like Jacob and, and Rickard, Damon, One Way Rye, you know, or even like the youngsters do like Baby D Blocks, One Way Little Man. I think I said Rye, uh, Jason, Hoodrich. Um, you know, you look at these youngsters, G, even Geo, like that listens to our podcast, like that kid, he's what, 14? He has a yeah. whole, like, dude's got at least 20 years if he continues to ride his bike to enjoy the innovations that are going to be pumped into big BMX bikes. It's yeah, amazing. It's a, absolutely, man. It's, it's, it's exciting to be a part of. We talked about it a lot. I think it's one of the reasons why we're here because it's evolved back to where, you know, you and I can get back on a bike because of this evolution or because of the yeah. kickoff of it and, and be a part of BMX again. Um, so one of the things that I wanted to do is, um, you know, we've talked about right out supply and we've talked about broke boys, but we've also built quite a few other relationships that were notable. And I want to, you know, give those folks their props and shout out to them. So, you know, just one of, one of our biggest supporters right out of the gate was, um, JT racing USA and, yep. uh, and Lewin Frazier, um, Phoenix bike company, Sean Spence, uh, who's down there grinding hard every day. Who's always got our back. Um, and, and it can just be a resource of the most like extensive knowledge about anything that has to do with any type of bike. That dude answers at least 10 phone calls a day from people that listen to our podcast or watch the YouTube show. <laughs> Sean's the man, dude. I love Sean. I love everything he's doing. I'm excited to see his <laughs> shop. You know, he's got, he's, he said he's got a new shop that's yeah. opening up somewhere near like where you guys are at and there, there's some, you know, bigger foot traffic, higher profile yeah. stadiums or some bullshit like that. Um, so good for you, Sean. Love you. Yeah. And you know, that's what's funny, cool. dude is like, right. shout. okay. I'm going to sh- shout out to this kid, Steven, who's a fan of the show who called down there one day when I was down there and he's like, he goes, are you the dude from the YouTube? Like, he's like, I, I I'm looking for the guy that was on the, the big bike BMX YouTube show. 
And he's like, yeah, that's me. <laughs> and I could hear him talking, dude. And I'm like, it dawns on me. You're talking to somebody from YouTube, aren't you? <laughs> and he's, and then he goes, he goes, yeah, dude. He's like, I know that guy. He goes, he's here in the shop right now. <laughs> and I was like, what's going on, dude? And he hands me the phone. I'm like, hello. Like I'm there getting my bike worked on, dude. And he just hands me the phone. Right, I'm like, right. uh, hello. No, and this, this dude, Steven was like, Hey man, I love your show. I love your videos. I'm like, I love that you watch us, dude. Thanks. Props out to so. Steven, man. Going down to the shop to talk to the, the famous uh, mechanic, Sean, um, you know, uh, other, other relationships we built, um, you know, obviously broke boys, BMX. We just talked about that, but, uh, um, crush BMX ride out supply, even, uh, you know, guys like John Povet at knees. Yeah, definitely. And it's, it's not so much, the the brands that we already know are cool it's the people that are connected to them that i'm so stoked on and the fact that they represent those brands is even you know that's that's a that's a plus but it's like meeting and talking to or even if you have it in person like john pova um sean cat from crushed um lj and maddie we've had so many relationships start up because of this and it's it's just been so freaking yeah. awesome you know it's hella right yeah you know, do you know what makes me excited, dude? And and I know we're getting long, dude. And we'll we'll probably cut it out. But you know what? We won't cut it out. But we'll 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 start yeah, to we'll, wind, we'll wind this down. Let's wind it down. But it is it is our year end recap, and I'm a bit emotional because I never expected this to happen. I never expected to sit here a year later on an audio podcast. I'm still stuck in that I was out there with the cell phone filming my Big Ripper. <laughs> um. But what's what's so interesting to me? Like I'm sitting here with a two and nine rippers T-shirt. Um, you know, my last video in the buyer's guide, I'm wearing a um, LA Riders T-shirt. Right. It's all the different crews that have like led us into their homes, led us into their their lives, have listened to us, have made us part of their family. Even though I don't ride in LA every weekend, I'm still part of that. BMX Beaners. Um, and I'm going to say I like 209 Rippers, uh, Elk Grove, Dozer. Sh- big shout out to Dozer. Port City, Willie Crew. Port City. Um, All of them. I mean, it's. I'm it's going to almost... say this. I'm, I'm going to pronounce this wrong and I apologize, but it's like Acto- Activos LA. Like it's like these. Acti- Activos. These, Activos LA. Those dudes are dope as shit. Um, they sent me a t shirt. And some dope ass LA stickers instantly went on my helmet. I they gave me a uh, they gave me a jersey. Um, you know, just it, like it's all, all these that. different it, crews. Yeah, and and it's like we can't even begin to try unless we sat down and wrote down all the crews that have contacted us, supported us, has been you know just so much a part of you know yeah. why we do this and and forty one thirty subway. <laughs> Subway. I mean, we're going to miss, we're going to miss 90% of the folks that we should be shouting out to. And you guys know who you are. Um, we love you. We support you. And, and you know what, Isaac, one of the things like when you say, Craig, let's wrap this up. My thing is to say, thank you, because I don't know if I can name everybody off. I don't know if we have the, you know, but I don't have the bandwidth to, to, to remember everybody's name, but it's like, it's a thank you. Thank you for hanging out with us. We love you. Thank you for being a part of our show because you know what? You and I are sitting here with the mics, but our supporting cast is, I think, the best 
in the business. Like everybody that that reaches out, comments, shows up on the show, listens, talks about us, posts us in their their feed, uh, even though they don't have to, but buys a jersey or some socks or just to say, I, I got your guys back. I'm here for you. Blows my mind. Blows every my time. freaking mind every yeah. time, bro. Every time. Um, let me say this. Let me, I'm going to close out with this, dude. Yeah. Um, the, you know, this year was rough and, and, and I'm, I, I could probably say I'm speaking for a lot of people. There's, there's something that every one of us as humans would say, you know what? This wasn't the best year on the books. I don't think anyone will tell you 2020 was a great year. Fuck no, they won't. One of the things, and I've told you this before, one of the things, the most standout things in my life for this year, the thing that kept me somewhat sane, somewhat sane, somewhat jovial, somewhat happy, somewhat non-depressed sliding into like a, a really bum out year was hanging out with you, dude. Um. I literally call you my best friend. This has been such a cool ride this year. You're you're a stand-up guy, and I'm so stoked that you invited me to be on this show. Not because it was self-serving for me, because I just had fun. And I want to say thank you. Wrapping up this year, I can't wait to jump into next year. But if I'm going to wrap up this year, thanks, brother. This has been such a cool ride. It's been so much fun. Uh, thank you to everybody out there who who says anything to us about what we do whether it be good bad or indifferent i love hearing the feedback i love going on ride outs i love people coming up to me like i watched the show or i heard about the show or i know who you are not because it serves some like ego thing for me right but it's just because i just made a new friend um and that's what it's really all about is 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 you know the people that are out there, but, but that didn't all happen unless I met you. So brother, thanks for bringing me on. It's been a great year. Can't wait to kick off the next one with you. That's where I'm at, brother. hundred percent, dude. I appreciate that. And, and thank you to everyone that comes out and tells Craig that they like me better. Um, you know, you're, yeah, the, real I mean, MVP, you're, you're the real MVP. No, um, they always say that. I mean, it's unfortunate that they're like, well, you know, um, you're the good looking one, but he's got more charisma. He's funny. Pre- I get it. Yeah. Cause you're I get not it. really easy on the eyes or anything. So it's, it, you know, it's, it's a blessing and a curse, Craig. Um, <laughs> I do again, same thing, <laughs> same thing. Um, you know, my thing is like, I, I, without, without the big bike family, I don't know that I would still be, in the state of mind that I am. I, you guys, every single one of you that download an episode that leaves a like, leaves a comment, shows up in chat, um, sends a message on Instagram, uh, posts up on Facebook, uh, you know, heckles me about how I, I ask long questions in interviews, all of it, every single one of you, the person that downvotes my video. Thank you for, for watching it. Thank you for finding the video. Um, truly, I, I love every single one of you. Um, and you got me through the hardest year of my life, um, of anyone's life, you know? Yeah. Nobody, nobody expected this in January. Um, but this podcast has kept me connected to people that I don't, I, I wouldn't have met, would never have got to know, uh, and, and been able to share 
you know, this, this weird ass time in our, in our lives and share the positivity and shown a light or, or shined a light on the good things that are happening dude. like just today, this, this is how I'll wrap it up. Just today. I saw someone post on the, the Facebook group about, Hey, I saw Tom's inner, I saw Tom's interview from Santa Cruz and I only had two people to ride with. And now, and they showed a picture and it was like 10 people riding bikes in their, their little click. And I'm like, dude, if I even played a minute like part in that, then this was all worth it. All the hours I spent editing, all the time you and I spent chatting, we, you know, we helped move the scene along and gave joy to somebody. And so if we gave you joy at all, um, you know, thanks for being with us. Yeah. And let me, and I just want to add one last thing, Isaac, can I promise? Of course you do. I'll, yeah, of course. I want to give a huge shout out to my family, mm-hmm. to um, my circle of uh, family that support me. Um, my, uh, I my want to give a shout out to your family. Yeah. Too. And I want to give a shout out to yours too. I've just, I'm trying yeah. to, for, I, I, I think this is the, the most I've tried to think about what I'm going to say without saying it. I want to thank the support of my family from my mom to Lisa, to the kids, um, to everyone around me that, that supports what I'm doing, that, that, you know, uh, gives me all that I need to, to continue with this, uh, podcast, uh, going out on the ride outs, traveling, whatever I do with bikes, everybody in my family's behind it. Um, and, uh, I got to say thank you to them. And I also want to say thank you to your family for allowing you to do the same brother. hundred percent, dude. I couldn't agree more. Lisa, Bren, the kids, everybody. Thank you so much for letting us do this. Thank you for letting us come into your houses. But thank you for letting us come into your YouTube feeds. Thank you for letting us come into your Instagram feeds and being, being, you know, supportive and, and you know what, same thing, my wife, I love you so much. Thank you for letting us do this and uh, not giving me grief about being held up in the room while I talk to my geeky uh, BMX friend all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, you guys, cause here's the funny thing. Craig and I talk like at least three or four times a day and like, we will talk at like, you know, 1130 at night. Like I'm going to pick up the phone when he calls just cause I'm like, you know, and we, we will just bullshit all the time. So it's just like you with your friends uh, probably just turned up a little bit more because I feel like I have to answer because it might be something show related. And then we just end up talking about farts and burritos and stuff. <laughs> but um, anyway, thanks dude. I appreciate you, bro. I, I am blessed to have you. If you didn't, if you weren't on the show, if you weren't doing this with me, th- we, we definitely wouldn't have, uh, you know, done anything that we've done this year. Uh, yeah. I'd still be shooting videos on my, in my, uh, in my front yard, you know, and I would run out of content a long time ago. So, you know, appreciate you, dude. Thanks for being here. Here's to 2021. It can only get, it can only get greater. Um, so, you know, we wrap out, this will be the final thing for season one. Dude, we made it through a whole season. Wow. Most podcasts don't get past seven episodes. Awesome. Yeah, I'm I think stoked. we're at, I think we're at like 40, 49 or something like that. I don't even I love know. it. That's a yeah. good feeling, brother. I'm glad. Yep. Cheers, bro. Cheers. Thank you for being here with me. You guys, thank you for being here with us. I love every single one of you. Craig, take us out. Yo, you've already heard it. We've said it, but let me say it again. If you are listening to this podcast, if you have been a part of the YouTube channel, if you have 
DM'd us or even run into us uh, on a, a ride out and said that you know what Big Bike BMX is, we thank you. We're glad that you were with us and hopefully we've provided something for you for 2020 that brought you through something that was hard to get through as it was for us. Love you all. Thanks for hanging out. I'm not going to tell you where to find us. You know where we're at, but we're going to wrap up 2020 on a note and say, we love you all. Thank you for being here. Big Bike BMX is going to continue doing the rad things that we know that you're going to love because we're going to love it too. Thank you all. Peace out. Ba, ba, ba. Ba, ba, ba.